Welcome to the Willing and Winning Podcast. I'm your host and multicultural gay best friend, Will Hill. Each week, I'll be speaking over the digital ether to create a positive space in which we can all find the will to overcome pretty much everything and open discussions on the colorful moments in media. If we didn't know each other before, now is our chance to meet in the middle and positively grow from here. Together, let's find the will to win. Welcome back to the Willing and Winning podcast. I hope if you've not lived in a snowy climate, you've had a wonderful weekend. Also, if you do live in a snowy climate, I hope that you have been able to have a positive snow days indoors because for me, the last few days have definitely been snowy. So I hope we've been able to keep our vibes positive. I'm going to be honest, I definitely have had those few moments where, you know, just being inside kind of got to me, that slight feeling of cabin fever. But I mean, I definitely have enough to do in my house to keep me busy and going and keep my mind up. So I just reminded myself what I'm grateful for, and I got myself up into different activities, reading, hanging out with a few friends to celebrate a birthday, just things to keep my mind fresh because the wintertime is great, but it's also stressful and, you know, can can be depressing. I'm not a therapist or a psychiatrist, so I'm not going to talk, you know, fully on seasonal depression and things like that. But I am aware that this time is filled heavily with seasonal depression. I myself do experience it. So there's just, there's a lot to combat, I feel, when the winter comes that we need to do to remind us that we're strong. So if you have been kind of running out of things to do and you are in a snowy situation or you know you've just been kind of like what am I going to do this weekend like I don't really have plans I want to be inside you know it is the perfect opportunity for you to dive into something new and watch Disney's Marvel's Eternals. I watched it last week and I'm going to be honest I'm not 100, 100% a superhero fan, a diehard superhero movie fan. Not 100% because I literally, you can ask me who the DC heroes are, and I've got Batman and Wonder Woman, and I think Flash, I think. But I'm more of a Marvel person, so I like Spider-Man, I like the Avengers, but I'm not always watching them. Like, I think I only just seen all three Iron Man movies as of this last weekend. And literally, they've been out for how many years? I'm 25 years old, and I've only just seen all three. And not even in order. So yes, I'm not even a real superhero movie fan, like I said. But I do enjoy them. I like that they are very motivating. They really 
in a way, remind you why you're on your journey, why you're fighting for something bigger and greater. You know, it's not always something good versus evil, but sometimes you are on a path to really prove that you're going to be the next fashion designer. And, you know, that movie really hyped you up as to why your fashion collection is going to be important to the world. So I like them for that reason. Now, with Eternals, I really, you know, if there's a comic book, I didn't even like really fully look that up. So again, I don't 100% know. I personally, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really good. I did talk to a few people and they said it was okay. And they had their comments, me being me, you know, knowing what I know of superhero genre. I definitely loved it. I thought it was good. I loved the storyline. I loved the sci-fi very, very visually interesting. The fashion, especially when it came to their suits, was just very visually eye-catching. I was obsessed with it. And one part that I really enjoyed was that, and this is something I've been noticing about Disney, is that they haven't been holding back on their inclusivity as far as the LGBTQ community. And I liked that one of the main characters, one of the superheroes, was of the queer community. And at first, I, you know, it took me a little bit to kind of like get it. But then when they had shown his partner, and I'm not going to avoid totally spoilers, I just really wanted to share this review because this is, you know, again, a really important moment just in queer culture and queer media. So I didn't really catch on that there was, you know, that he was queer until I saw his partner. And for me, once I realized that, I really enjoyed it even more because it was so, it wasn't so obvious. There wasn't some full big on stereotype of this queer couple and it wasn't so loudly announced. And I feel as though when it comes to queer representation in the media, there needs to be, or there should be this sense where it doesn't need to be screamed, but it doesn't need to be so quiet either. The representation should just be representation because literally there's nothing non-normal about about queer people, about myself. I'm still a normal human being. I just have extraordinary ways of living. You know, I love to wake up, have a full three hour routine, pouring into myself, reading, journaling, that I like to do my yoga. I'm someone who loves, loves, loves a spicy margarita. You know, I've got those extraordinary tastes, but at the end of the day, I'm literally just a normal person. So there shouldn't be some loud screaming fiesta to say or represent my culture in media, but it should still be there. So I really did enjoy that. And I really am so proud of Disney and Marvel for all that they're bringing to the table. And I really, oh my God, I this is the only spoiler I will share about the movie though. I was so, so freaking like my mouth dropped when Harry Styles appeared at the end of the movie. And obviously he's some freaking like superhero. So I'm like, okay, wait, Harry Styles is now in the Marvel universe. 
it was everything. But overall, I really did enjoy that there was queer representation. And, you know, it was not just, for me, it wasn't just any queer representation. It was queer people of color, which as a person of color, that means a lot. I felt represented on screen and I felt like I was able to see myself in a character and that was great. That was amazing. That's what I live for when it comes to the medias that I soak in. So I'm not going to give away anymore. I'm not going to, because I, I really could. I, I'm refraining, sipping my iced coffee, trying to keep myself from just oversharing on this movie. So we're going to move on. We are going to move on. With this week being a week we're celebrating Martin Luther King Day, I actually wanted this episode to be a reflection on a book that I had recently read that I'm grateful I read because it definitely has helped open my mind up more to exploring my culture. So we're going to get into that in today's episode. So let's get right into that. Okay, let's try this again. So I recently finished, well, actually I recently got cut off from my laptop, but we're back on the mic. But I recently finished reading the book, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. And honestly, what a novel full of insight and full of impact. If you aren't familiar with the book or the movie adaptation, I'm not gonna give away any spoilers, just real quick going to give a rundown. So, you know, aside from it being a piece on black culture, it really focuses on the injustices that we deal with within our own culture, our communities. But from that, how those injustices, and this is something that I took away from the book. I feel like the touch on injustice was also really diving deeper into how we as a culture really find ourselves in a state of confusion of not knowing to belong even within our own cultures. Um, so the book and the story, it is about Gonim Star and her friend. They're both young black young adults and it's just a, like I remember I was really emotional the the premise of it is they get pulled over in the very beginning and her friend gets shot by a white police officer which this is something that you're not unfamiliar with this is something that is happen that happens and has happened very often and far too often. We've seen it in the media. So the book then dives into everything that unfolds after that. Sorry, I was really trying to like not get myself like emotional while saying that because again, 
hearing about these injustices in the media and seeing them happen, it hits you emotionally one way. But when a strong voice such as Angie Thomas puts it in front of you in a way that you can't escape from that, it really sits in your head and really drives you to question and to look at society without your glasses on, but without, but with, not with your glasses on, you know, not looking at society with your glasses on, but it really, her words cause you to look at society with the lens of reality and what the reality of the situation is. So it was, it's a great book to chat about. And I definitely love diving into conversations with my friends on it and, you know, exploring our own like knowledge and, you know, really talking about our own cultures and diving into our own insights, but sharing the heavy of it is heavy. So the reason why I wanted to reflect on this book here on this podcast is because it brought me back to reminding me why honoring our cultures and our roots is important. This book gave me the opportunity to reflect on myself and how much of my cultures I have embraced and honored. Most people don't really know, really only my close circle, but my cultural back, oh, my cultural background is very blended. I'm Asian. Oh my gosh, not Asian. I am so sorry. No, my cultural background is African, Greek, and German. I have been mistaken, and people have asked if I am Asian, but you know, those features just because they're there and the questioning, you know, it's not everybody is fully really there to kind of just not really needing to like, you know, like you don't you could just say, hey, and start a friendship. But some people, they let their curiosity and they ask. But my cultural backgrounds are African, Greek, and German. So when it comes to background and exploration, I've kind of got a few areas to explore. My roots, however, when I think about them and when I identify my roots, they bring me to a small town of Pennsylvania where I grew up with a little bit of each of those blended together while living in a predominantly white demographic. And to be honest, for the longest time, I really did struggle with where I was supposed to fit in and how I was supposed to represent. And we all know that freaking dreaded questionnaire on all those standardized testing asking you what your ethnicity is like really what the fuck do they need to know that for anyways like you're taking a test i thought we were asking about my knowledge on addition and subtraction so anyways that being aside i wanted to share this reflection on here because it really again it reminded me the importance of honoring my cultures and my roots And when I found myself working in a culture that from the jump was diverse, I found myself excited because I knew I would no longer feel like that fish out of water. I knew that I would be able to be in a community where I could represent my culture and show up with my roots 
and I wouldn't, you know, there wouldn't be anything making me feel less than or not even a part of or anything that I could relate to. I was nervous, however, because I didn't want to come into a working space meant for growth with only the cultural knowledge that I did had and end up tripping over my own words by speaking from a place that wasn't politically correct. But I've also learned in my personal development that in order for me to learn how to be the most positively politically correct person that I can be, I do have to have moments of humility where I don't know and accept what I do know and accept and be open to learning new new things. As a queer multicultural person who really only grew up with white culture, being politically correct and aware is something that is important to me in the sense of I genuinely don't want to offend and I want to properly respect the people and culture with whom I'm speaking. I mean, I've grown up with being mistaken for many different cultures. While I would love to say, you know, yeah, that's my culture. I'm not going to misrepresent. I would love to, you know, I personally am someone who wants to experience all cultures. I want to experience life and live every moment that I can, but I want to do it authentically. And I know what it feels like to be misrepresented or to be miscultured and to be misidentified and to feel awkward. So I don't want to ever put someone else in that position. I don't want to be the person who's speaking and then I make someone feel uncomfortable. And working with my business partners and growing with our team over the last year, it has really helped me open up to taking the initiative to learn, understand and accept my culture by honestly having moments where I was out of my comfort zone. An example I have, one of them being my representation in the queer culture, when I went naked camping, that was such a huge one. I love being part of the queer community. I love that this is who I am. But the the thought of genuinely being around, around a bunch of other naked men and me knowing the media representation of what that would look like, it had me feeling a bit uneasy. But I also knew that I would never genuinely know what the experience would be like if I wouldn't have gone, if I wouldn't have made the choice to go. And I'm glad that I did because it was not only just such a connected time, not just with nature, but with my community. But again, I was in one of those moments where I didn't feel like a fish out of water. It was truly, truly an amazing experience. And thanks to me working with such outspoken and very, very mind growth mindset people, my business partners, I now see the beauty in my black and I also see the beauty in my queerness. Before, like I said, it really was a struggle for me to really see where I was fitting in, really where to see that beauty. But because of everyone, the people, the business partners that I get to connect and grow with, the clients that I have, the, even the people that I connect with on social media, 
I now see the beauty in my black and I see the beauty in my queerness. And a lot of that is from seeing and hearing other stories, from seeing and hearing other people accept soul, accept full and wholeheartedly themselves, who they are, their roots, their culture. And that being reflected onto me, that mirror being put in front of me, allowing me to see that, it's truly something that I am grateful for. So in the sense of the hate you give, it being one of the, the one of the important literatures I read, I've read. I mean, all the literature I read, I do find important, but this one is one of those really impactful, important reads. Thanks to that literature and the growth and the time that I've been able to spend with my circle, I have learned that while our, that while our culture's history doesn't define who we are today, it does, however, still hold an importance to our growth and making changes within ourselves that we do wish to see. There are just so many resources that I have realized that are available to us today that do allow us to connect deeper with our cultures, and we should not be afraid to express and represent that. When I got to the part in the book where she's talking about the difference between Black Star and White Star, that felt very relatable to me as to how I would, how I was when I was in high school growing up. When I was going home, you know, there was Black Will, and then when I was going to school, there was White Will. It's it's very confusing. And we, every everyone who is just not white has, you know, a cis white friend who will say things from time to time and they don't really understand how that impacts them. <clears throat> and I've had a friend or a few like that from time to time. I now know that those aren't really the friends that I entirely want in my circle only because as I am learning and growing I'm not 100% in the place to be educating someone else on where they should be starting to learn and grow I can share what's what I've been using <clears throat> but it's just hard right now for me to also be learning and gaining this understanding and being an educator in that way. Not saying I would never want a friend who allow themselves to really have that time to be politically correct and aware and, you know, on the same page as me with that positive growth moving forward. But in the right now sense, that kind of friendship relationship doesn't need to be 100% because you are the sum of the five people you hang around. I don't want to be hanging around people that I'm constantly having to really educate them in ways that I'm not fully capable of educating. I have always won for saying, you know, each one teach one but we cannot be holding each other's hand every step of the way saying oh do this you know 
read that, like I said, we have the resources available to us. It's about the choice. So I encourage you, I encourage you all to one, read the hate you give, get some new insight, get some understanding. If you have seen the movie, watch the book. Yes, I am a book before the movie person. And honestly, I I encourage you to really take the time to explore your culture deeper and take time to immerse yourself into something different. Maybe there's a cultural food that is a really, really popular dish for your culture. Try it. Stop with the pizza on Friday. Try something new. Explore and enjoy your culture and just soak up the energy of the life that your ancestors essentially created for you to be here in this moment. That is what I've got for today. I hope we really do take the time to sit with ourselves and connect with our cultures, but also take the time to connect and understand and accept other cultures. We can grow together. We don't need to have some cultural divide keeping us apart. That doesn't need to be a way of growing. We can grow together and coexist. The color of my skin and the color of the color of the skin of my community does not make us any less than whom I choose to love, whom I choose to share my energy with, that does not make me less than, nor anyone else in my community. We are all deserving of a positive, better life. And I want us to go out and create that for ourselves. That's what I've got for you guys today. I will chat with you guys next week. I do have a fun, 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 fun. LOL, I want to take an extra long sip of my iced coffee. Um, But I do have a few fun guests coming on, some business partners who really have a good open mind. And like I said earlier on the podcast, they have such a growth mindset that those insights I definitely want to have shared here on the podcast. So I will leave my Instagram and the podcast Instagram in the show notes, and I will chat with you guys next week.